Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You guys, it's Rick Tittle! Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports, two for Tuesday here. Come on in and get heard. What's going on in your sporting world, y'all? What you got? What you get? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call, 1-800-878-7529. That's how you'll get in and get heard, and the rest of the country will hear you as well. Everybody? I don't know about everybody, but hella. Hello, people will hear you talk about what you want to talk about in the world of sports. I'm here in downtown San Francisco on Broadway. The neon lights are bright on Broadway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that was a remake anyway. We have Joe Orlando. He's from Heritage Auctions. They always have some fantastic stuff. He's coming up after the break. And some uh, Mickey Mantle stuff, too. Um, Where will we even begin talking about it? Well, we'll do that after the break. Uh, Also at 925, author Ryan Steck. He has a new thriller called Lethal Range. Uh, We'll talk to uh, him. Comedian Kevin Shea is back. He'll be at the uh, Punchline. And uh, we'll talk with uh, Kevin in the second hour. and the third hour, J.D. Sharp. From Pro Wagering, our friend, he will drop by. And oh yes, at 940, salesportstalk.com. That's always with uh, Karen Lyle as we get out on the open waves. And Days of Our Lives villain, I'm going to have to check this one. Teow Pengles. Dominic, any idea? Teow Pengles. You think that's it? Fairly confident it's Teo Penglis, but I'm going to double check it. For Thank you. you for that. Teo Penglis, which is also the name of my uh, podcast. That's very weird. Spelled differently, though. And in between your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout out to our brave men and women listening around the world on American Forces Radio Network as well. Come on back. Let's do this. The 
this here, Captain. Better buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some for my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad. Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends 916. In-store only. Exclusions apply. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078 800-535-6078 That's 800-535-6078 I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a genius the best show ever he's so wonderful genius the best show ever he's so wonderful titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a he's so handsome he's a genius Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Always cool to check in with our friends at Heritage Auctions with uh, some of their great uh, items that they have. And right now we have the Summer Platinum Sports Auction, which will be going on until the 20th of this month. 
And uh, Joe Orlando is with us. Joe, welcome back to the show. Tell us a little bit more about the Mickey Mantle stuff going on here, please. Yeah, thank you for having me on. So, um, yeah, some of our headliners are about all about Mickey Mantle and the item that has garnered the most attention so far with about two weeks or so to go uh, in the sale. It closes on the 19th and 20th is a 1958 home pinstripe game-worn jersey of Mickey Mantle that has been photo-matched to several images and is virtually all original, which places it uh, amongst the very elite mantle specimens known in the hobby. You know, it's interesting to me that our, our adoration of, of uh, trading cards is such that a card will go for way more than the jersey, but that's kind of how it works, huh? Well, it, things things are changing. Um, we've noticed this over the past couple of decades. Uh, I get this question quite a bit. You know, why is it that cards sell for so much in relation to things like game-worn jerseys, game-used bats, game-worn gloves, and, and so on? There is simply a lot more information, or there has been in the past, about cards. And cards, you know, one of their part of the appeal is that they're simple, right? They're graded on a scale of 1 to 10. They're part of a set. You can look up, uh, you know, all sorts of information about trading cards, game worn equipment, game game used, uh, you know, jerseys, bats, and so forth. They're more complicated. It requires a lot more research. So it's changing. Um, there's still a ways to go, but these are, you know, this is part of the game. These are the tools of the trade. And I think from a historic or historical perspective, it's uh, hard to compare trading cards to jerseys such as this one. I know you got some Shoei Otani stuff, especially the bat, like you were talking about. And he's a different bird. Like, a lot of times, you know, people want who's hot, like you would say, you know, Matt Olson's having a great year. Let's get his bat. But Matt Olson, as good as he is, he's not going to be considered one of the greatest players of all time. And Otani is. It's a weird thing to be collecting something from a guy who we already know is going to have his own wing in Cooperstown. So what's that like? Yeah, I mean, for example, one of one of the Otani items that we have in this auction is a bat that was used during his first MVP campaign in 2021, and it has been remarkably photo-matched to seven home runs during an incredibly hot streak, which is very rare because, as you, as you probably know, these days players uh, change out their jerseys and bats a lot more frequently than they used to. Um, so to have one that you could match to that many home runs during a, a you know a white hot streak uh, is incredible, but to your point, you know we've been talking about this quite a bit, both internally at Heritage and just amongst you know collector friends. What Otani is doing is so special that you're right. I don't think he is going to be required to put in as many years of performance as a you know quote unquote normal player because what he's doing is so unique. So. It is a it is a different uh, animal altogether. We've never seen anything like this, certainly in the collecting era. And we expect, for example, this bat. We expect this bat to go well over a hundred thousand dollars. As a matter of fact, it's right underneath a hundred thousand right now, um, and that is incredible for anyone who follows collecting in the hobby. That is an incredible figure for a player who is currently playing. Um, to break six figures on a game-used bat, but that's how special he is. Yeah, a lot of times a a bat that's going to hit seven home runs, those guys are loath to part with it. They'll keep using it until it breaks 
So that is a pretty cool thing to acquire. Now, also, Michael Jordan, <laughs> you talk about we, the names keep getting bigger here. Game-worn jersey, what's going on here? Yeah, we have we have we have a few items in this auction. It's pretty pretty special. So one of the great game worn jerseys that we have in here, in addition to the to the mantle, is a nineteen ninety eight Michael Jordan Last Dance playoff uh, worn game uh, jersey that has also been photo matched specifically to uh, a game during that playoff run. Um, and I, again, in the in the modern era, it's very difficult, or can be very difficult, to photo match vintage jerseys, vintage bats. In the case of Mantle, the pinstripes really help and assist the photo matching companies because the pinstripe acts like a fingerprint. In the case of modern jerseys, there are huge p- premiums paid for. Uh, jerseys that can definitively be matched to a specific point in time. And that, that really helps tell the story. I mean, collectors love the stories behind the items. And to be able to pinpoint it at a certain moment in time um, is really special. And, of course, for Jordan, um, it, it, it's pretty special to be pinned to, to that 1998 sort of last dance season. So we have that. I mean, there, there are many, many other jerseys, including a Tom Brady jersey from 2011, um, that is that is off to a tremendous start. It's already uh, closing in to four hundred thousand dollars on that jersey, um, and that was used. It's amazing to think that when Tom Brady was in his, I believe that was about his eleventh season, um, that he had you know another another eleven or so to go. <laughs> that was only the halfway point of his career, um, but it was his first five thousand yard uh, campaign passing, um, and it was a, and that was photo matched to a game against the the Jets during the regular season. So again, being able to pinpoint a jersey or a bat, any game-worn piece of equipment to a specific moment in time, that's something that collectors really love. Do you know, you might not, but the technology that goes into it, because now obviously we can track spin rate on pitches, we can do all of that. So when you see Michael Jordan Jordan wearing a Red Bulls jersey, how can you differentiate that from another one? So in in the case of the Bulls jersey or another jersey that is that is made uh, similarly to to a basketball jersey, the mesh. So they will actually zero in and they're able to line up in in many cases the mesh holes. So you could see the positioning of the lettering and the numbers on the so on the Bulls jerseys you have Bulls on the front twenty three. They can actually line up the mesh holes because no two are exactly the same. And then also there could be little tiny imperfections in, in the lettering, in the jersey itself. They can also pinpoint which makes it unique versus another jersey because you're right. In the, in the modern era of sports, these guys are using more of them. Um, and they look, again, from, from a distance, they look vir- virtually the same when you zero in on them and really – get them sort of almost under magnification, you could see small little imperfections that actually, you know, connect one jersey to a specific image, including, again, in some cases, the mesh holes, uh, which are, you know, we were talking about the mantle pinstripes earlier. It kind of operates in a similar way where you can line them up in relation to the lettering or the numbers on, on, the, on the jersey's front or on the back of the jersey. Sounds like a very special heritage auction edition of forensic files you guys are really getting in there <laughs> all right for, yeah, for, it's a, it's for more information uh, ha.com is that where we're going 
that's where we're going. And again, this particular uh, auction, which is uh, the auction that has our, I would say, our greatest cachet of the year, our platinum night sale, closes the weekend of the 19th and 20th. And there really is something for everyone. If you can't, if you can't win the lottery between now and then, and you can't afford the Mickey Mantle jersey, which is closing on a four million dollars already, which is a record, um, there, there's something for everybody in the sale. Yeah, and and fans here in the Bay Area, they got a Reggie Jackson jersey from the A's. They got a Steph Curry game worn jersey from the Warriors as well. We've been speaking with Joe Orlando Heritage Auction. Uh, have a good time with your sale, and thanks for stopping by, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Take All care. right, good stuff, Rick Tittle, with you, Ryan Stack, author on the other side. Come on back. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. 
Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. So disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to this show Ryan Steck. He has a new Matthew Red thriller called Lethal Range, available from Tyndale Press. Ryan, welcome to the show. And um, I know when you create a character like this, you're your fans can kind of hold you to a high bar, and sometimes they might think that they know the character better than you do. So <laughs> what is it like when you kind of have that sort of uh, double-edged sword? Well, first of all, Rick, thank you for having me on. Uh, and you're not, you're not wrong, man. It's uh, I like to say that the one person who for sure knows Matthew Red better than me is my editor at Tyndale, Sarah Risky. She picks up things I completely had forgotten about from one book to the next. Um but yeah, I will say, you know, when you write in like today's world where social media things are so prevalent, the the real benefit there is when people like a book, they can go online and talk about it, share it with their friends, family, and really encourage other people to read it. The downside is if you miss anything uh, or you're wrong about anything, they are always going to be quick to point that out. So um, yeah, I'm I'm two books in now, but with the way the publishing schedule works, I'm writing book four. And book three comes out next summer. So I'm, I'm pretty far ahead. And we just had to start creating the story that uh, I never really forget what I've already written about Matthew Red and the other characters. <laughs> Yesterday on the show, I had Kathy Reichs, who wrote the uh, Bones books, and she has a new one, too. And I asked her about the character of, you know, Tem- uh, Temperance Brennan, if she had any regrets of something she threw at the character. And she said, I, I the only thing is, she said, I, I made her you know, teetotal, and that kind of ties my hands because now she can't have a glass of wine with anyone. So for you, you have Matthew Red; he's a loner, and now he's a family man. So yeah. So for you, what was that transition like? Well, they say write what you know, and I've never been a big believer in that. I think write what you want to read is a better way to go. Yeah. However, uh, I am married with six kids. So there was a little bit of that creeping in there. Uh, I don't even remember bachelor life anymore. Like, and that would be really hard for me to write about. I do know family life. And when I really sat down and thought about it, the way that Matthew Red is introduced in my first book, Fields of Fire, came out last fall. Um, he finds out that his dad was like FBI and, and, and never really wanted him. His mom died when he was young. So he was adopted by a cattle rancher in Montana. 
so for me, this was a full circle thing, this, this moral conundrum of now Red swears he will never be like his biological father and put saving the world above raising a family. Well, now that he's married and has a kid, he faces that same dilemma. And, and that's a big reason I did that. I wanted, I wanted him to be faced with the same choices of how do you be present and, you know, take a kid to school and, and be there at nighttime when your kid goes to bed when you're also one of the few operators in the world who could maybe be called on, you know, to go kick in the doors that need to be kicked in. And that felt really real and raw and authentic to me, and I just wanted to explore it. I know you're a Motown guy, so just as an aside, with all the hype on uh, Coach Campbell and biting your kneecaps off, do you think that the Lions are going to live up to it? So I hope so, but I haven't really drank the Kool-Aid yet. So before I uh, got into publishing, like 15 years ago, I was a sports journalist for one year, and I covered the Detroit Lions. It, it was great because I've always been a fan. It was miserable in that they were never good. So it's been a, it's been a long time. Uh, I like Dan Camp. He's got, when you hear him talk, I'm ready to go run through walls for him. You know, So I, I can only imagine how the players feel. I'm cautiously optimistic. That's how I would say that about this season. Here's my Dan Campbell's impression. He talks like this all the time, too. So, you know, you're going to get fired up. Sorry, that's my Dan Campbell. He, he, you know who he sounds a little bit like? Uh, uh, the dude from Big Lebowski. <laughs> Not bad. Sounds a little bit like him. <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, you're a family man. You got six kids. Do you somehow, I mean, do you do it overtly? Do you do it subconsciously? Inject a little bit of your faith into these books. Yeah, you know, it's um, I, I tread pretty carefully there, but I, I also, again, I think this is another topic that's real and raw, that's not always um, explored in these types of books. Certainly never anything I want to be too heavy-handed about or, or preachy in any way, but I do think, uh, especially with a lot of the friends that I have that uh, have been in the military and read the former Marine Raider, um, yeah, I think that, you know, faith is something that is spoken about a little bit more quietly, but for Red is sort of something he clings to as he deals with a lot of the traumas that he's faced in his life. And again, it's just a theme. It's a subtle theme in, in the book. Nothing, nothing heavy handed, but something I kind of wanted to explore a little bit. So this is basically the New Testament is what you're saying. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> There was a, no, uh, a little bit of a uh, plot twist uh, after Fields of Fire with Matthew Red's dad. How does that sort of evolve now? Well, yeah. You know, I, I spoke about it a little bit ago, uh, sort of touched on that. Red finds out that the man he always knew as his biological father is actually a high-ranking member of the FBI. And... Because he's faced with that same moral dilemma of, am I going to save the world or be your father? It's all amplified by the fact that his dad wants him to be in charge of the flight team that he's assembled for, for FBI. So they sort of have this ever-evolving relationship that is only more complicated now by the fact that they actually have to work together uh, in some capacity. And that it doesn't always function the way either one of them would like, that is for sure. What is your writing regimen like? Can you just say, I'm going to do two hours a day, whenever that is, whenever the kids will leave me alone, I'll do it. Or do you have to like go to a Ted Kaczynski shack and be left alone for six months? 
Well, the Shaq idea sounds pretty nice. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be opposed to that. I So I'm a really visual guy. Like, I can't just sit and write. Another author friend of mine named Joe Rosenberg, good buddy, loves to say that it's called the cursor. When you sit down at, like, a blank Word document, it's called the cursor for a reason because you just feel cursed. And I <laughs> always completely identified with that. So my process, uh, I've been an editor. I freelance. And I, I work with a lot of talented authors, New York Times bestsellers, right on down to hopeful debuts. And I'm a really big hypocrite because I always tell them, get regimented, you know, do this, do this. And then when it's me, I cannot just sit and write. So my process is that I, I tend to write more at night when I've had all day to think about the scene that I have to go craft. And once I can see it in my head, I can go write it. But I'm very visual. So I'll, I'll do the Starbucks run or exercise a little bit or play with the kids take work calls. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about it. I use music a lot as a way to help kind of set the scene in my head. And then I'll, I'll put on, you know, a playlist or something and I can usually go write it. And I usually write about two hours a night. So I can send you my first kids are to bed. <laughs> so I, uh, I have a first draft manuscript. I can send that over to you and you'll, you'll give me a yay or a nay. You should send it right over. Definitely. All right, very cool. One more question for, and I'm I'm serious about that. By the way, I'm gonna send that to you. You definitely should. Yeah. All right. You definitely send that. All right, I will. Um, one more question. You're like, oh no, what have I done? Uh, one more question. <laughs> <laughs> one more question for you. If I'm reading this book, I think you're from Helena or Bozeman. You know. So what is it yeah. about? But then, you know, there was a band from my hometown, El Cerrito, California, that sang "Born on the Bayou," Creedence Clearwater. They never were there. So what is it about the big sky country that sort of calls to your inner self? Well, it was a couple of things. And the quick answer is when I sat down to write myself, I thought I've edited a lot of high profile stuff. I've worked and covered a lot of high profile stuff. I can't write anything that'd be too similar to something I've worked on or covered in the literary world. So I thought, okay, I got this character I want to explore. Where do I put him? And I thought we never see Jason Bourne or James Bond, or Mitch Rapp, or these household names out West. And that's interesting, because when you go out West, this lone wolf operator type, it, it really fits there. And when, when you're in a place like Montana, you're in the mountains, big, big sky country like you referenced, backup is like, at best, hours away. Worst case, days away. That really heightens all the suspense and the tension. And, you know, then you got the beautiful landscapes. There's just something kind of serene about it and when i put it all together i thought oh yeah this is the place for that i'm surprised more people uh aren't putting stuff out west and yeah i wrote this and then like literally a few months later the first book yellowstone came out and i thought oh well you know i guess i'm not the only one writing about montana anymore (laughs) well everybody should uh pick it up it is another matthew red thriller and matthew red going through some transitions uh himself now a married man it's called Lethal Range, and it's uh, by Ryan Steck. It is available for Tyndale Press, and you can see the mountains and the bison right there on the cover. Ryan, thanks for your time, man, and uh, I'll hit you up. Send me the manuscript, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, good stuff. Rick, what's your book about? It's about uh, snail migration from one side of the freeway to the other. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back with Karen Lyle on the other side.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and I'm here with Don Riley. Well, we competed in the 12-meter world championship on board the quite famous Courageous, which was sailed by Ted Turner, the last boat to have won the America's Cup twice. And we competed against uh, four other boats in the modern division, and there were five boats in the traditional division. And we sailed with a very young and diverse crew. Tell us a little bit about your crew. So it was really cool. Kimbra and Mark Walter were the owners of the boat. Well, we had Jasmine Nijar on the front of the boat. She's Indian and Spanish. We had Andrew, who's from Vietnam in the mid-bow. We had Mamadou, who's Senegalese on the mast. And then it just kept going from there. So the coolest part, though, is that these are young people. None of them had stepped foot on an America's Cup 12-meter before this season most of them had sailed about 15 days and we were able to pull off a team that beat every boat at one point or another except for challenge 12 and we were ahead of every boat at one point or another and we ended up fourth out of the five boats that's fantastic don and so you were the captain on this boat did you provide the training I was the skipper and coach, which is really hard because, as Mamadou said, uh, your brain must do every position, and that is so true. So I was exhausted. I slept for 12 and a half hours last night, but I'm back. That was well-deserved, Don. It's just really great to hear from you. And so what is the next adventure for Courageous? Well, I'm going to talk to the owners again on, in this week and figure out what's happening with Courageous. But right now, we're getting ready for Safe Harbor Regatta, where we have OC86 and a FAR40 and a JD66 and a Curve 50. And our training program continues with the Vineyard Race. Then the Triple Crown, Vineyard is offshore, Triple Crown, which is high performance. So we're trying to work uh, to save U.S. sailing and reboot the Olympics. So there's so much happening at Oak Cliff. Uh, with the America True Scholarship, which is from the America True campaign out of San Francisco, San Francisco Yacht Club, we actively have scholarship for need-based for people from community sailing programs. So we are very passionate about training the next generation and reaching into the diverse communities to bring them into the top of the sport. And we're a job training place. So you can come out as a sailmaker, a yacht designer. As a matter of fact, we're doing such a good job, I'm having trouble keeping staff because they just keep getting awesome opportunities. Well, it goes without saying that you would have inclusion as part of your mission. And Don, it's always very great to hear from you because you're always doing wonderful things. Thank you so much. Um, I'm proud of what we're doing here at Oak Cliff Sailing, and I need more people because we have too many boats. Go to oakcliffsailing.org or email me at race, R-A-C-E, at oakcliffsailing.org. That sounds great, Don. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. All right, it is Tuesday at 9.40. We heard a little crisscross applesauce. That means it's time to check in with our friends at salesportstalk.com. And co-hosting this segment with me is Karen Lyle, as per usual. How you doing, Karen? I'm doing fantastic today, Rick, and yourself. Not too bad. Let's welcome our guest. Pleased to have her. It is the executive director of the 12-meter yacht club. It's Peggy wilson Hersom. And uh, she is here. First of all, Peggy, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit more about the the 12-meter yacht club. Um, thank you ha- for having me. 12-meter yacht club, uh, comma, Newport Station, is the incorporated name for the 12-meter class 
in North America. So we are under the banner of the International 12-Meter Association, otherwise known as ITMA, which is divided up into three segments, uh, three different groups around the world in uh, the Baltic, the Mediterranean, and North America. So we represent the North American uh, class of 12 meters, and we are stationed here in Newport, Rhode Island, capital of sailing in the United States. Peggy, it's great talking to you. I know you're in the middle of a storm right now, and so yeah. glad that you could connect <laughs> well, with us. Well, it's not, not anymore. <laughs> it's cleared up, thank goodness. Oh, oh yeah, that's it pretty crazy. Good. Can you tell our listeners, who are um, many of whom are, are, are not sailors, about the 12-meter class and why this boat was so significant in America's Cup and, and has become a classic that has world championships based around it? Um, this is, this is the, the boat and the design that I think so many people um, growing up from the, the 40s, 50s on, um, and certainly the 60s, think of as the America's Cup uh, boats. These were the boats sailed in the America's Cup and chosen to be sailed um, for a good 20 years. A lot of them were sailed by the I- iconic names uh, of pe- people racing, including Ted Turner, famous Ted Turner, um, uh um, who had his his uh, right hand man Gary Johnson involved um, as a tactician? Um, Dennis Connor. It, it it was kind of the heyday of the America's Cup until America lost it in 1983 here in Newport. And actually, it was 40 years ago this year that we lost the America's Cup here in Newport. So it was. Kind of ironic that we held this world championship for the 12 meters this year. Um, these are a basic sloop rigged boat. So they're not basic at all and, and not easy to sail. But compared to what the America's Cup boats are today, um, they are basic in their design. There's one mast and one boom and, and a, a spinnaker, um, one spinnaker with a pole. So very different from modern boats today that are sailed. So another reason why these are so iconic. Um, They continue to draw legends that sailed them for so many years uh, to to keep sailing them. They're very special. Like I said, they're not easy, but they are beautiful on the water. And as you can talk to any real pros in the business or in in this class who sailed them, it's, it's quite a feeling to be on these boats, going upwind or downwind. They're just, they're majestic, um, they're beautiful, they've got a lot of speed, and in in Newport, they are very well known. Um, there are, is, uh, there are probably five or six of them, maybe seven, that are out almost every day on daily charters. You can, you can go out on a day charter on these 12-meter boats through either the 12-meter charters or the America's Cup charters. And you can also charter them for corporate activities, etc. So so the people in Newport and the state of Rhode Island are very used to seeing these iconic boats out on the water. Many of them have won the America's Cup. Weatherly has won the America's Cup. 
Columbia has won it twice. Um, Intrepid has won. So these are really amazing special boats with, with uh, long heritage, and, and they're out there today. So you don't have to be a sailor to appreciate the beauty and majesty of these boats. My uh, father went to OCS in uh, Newport before he became an ensign in the United States Navy, and so he was always very fond of Newport. But you did mention the, you know, the America's Cup. They always said whatever skipper lost the cup, his head will replace on the podium where the where the trophy was. But was that the wor- was that the worst thing to happen to your town since the Battle of Quaker Hill? <laughs> It has. It, it certainly was significant, and um, it's sort of like that. That year of 1983 sticks out a lot to to people, and um, we have been kind of highlighting the fact that this is 40 years later. You know, this year, um, and uh, you know, who knows? We, you know, someday we will be back with it. Uh, the New York Yacht Club is is trying hard to win that back next year in Barcelona. And um, so maybe it, it will be back here. But, yeah, that was this significant time. And uh, anyway, not that the 12-meter world replaces that in any way, but for Newport, this was a big regatta that, that sort of harkened back to that area era with these lovely boats. So what is your favorite experience on a boat? Uh, I don't – well – I don't actually race or sail the 12 meters. I've been on them. Um, I'm really more of a, a small boat, um, as we say, one design sailor. But I have been on them, and uh, going downwind is something on those boats that you can't even fathom. The sail area is—it's just—they're just amazing. And you know, they're—they're—they're big. They're almost 70 feet in length, and uh, again, they're just. They're very, very special class. The lines are beautiful. Um, the the build is, is strong, and these are tough boats that have obviously withstood years and years uh, of sailing. Um, and some of them have been restored. Some of them have um, have come out of some dark times and been restored. And we're very grateful to the people who have put their money behind these boats and have maintained them and, 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 and or restored them and brought them back to life at, here in Newport. So uh, really grateful, and this class is, is growing strong. Got more, qu- got more questions for Peggy wilson The you, you mentioned ITMA. It's over 100 years old, that organization. Is it the kind of thing internationally where you can just show up and it's almost like a fraternity or a sorority? You're just like, you know... You're all family. Well, I think you know it is a worldwide um, organization, so there are a lot of people who have been entrenched in it for a long time. But these boats do um, change owner ownership, and so in fact, uh, uh, post pandemic, um, or actually post 2019, which was the last time we had the Worlds here in Newport. Then we went, you know, right into the pandemic. And some of these folks did change hands. And so there was kind of this new uh, camaraderie and, um, you know, kind of looking around like, uh, who are you? Wait, oh, you own that boat now? 
so there's been a lot of rebuilding of, of the class and getting to know everybody, and and that also um, transcends to the, the ITMA, the international 12-meter class as well, because um, these boats now are, are part of that uh, international class. So, th- so the same thing is happening in Europe, the same thing is happening, you know, in, in both of those locations in, in the Med and Baltic. So, um, you know, it is, it, 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 it's a fraternity in ways, but there are new members of the fraternity coming, coming in play. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's very well, vibrant also, uh, and, and strong. Peggy, I just talked to Don Riley um, yesterday. She yes. pulled over on the side of the road to give me a quick interview, and she took a brand new crew that had only been sailing for 15 days. It was very inclusive, new sailors out on Courageous, and they placed fourth. Um, how was that for the the race, the 12 meter race that we was just finished? Having having this this new blood and and infusion of enthusiasm. Well, and young blood. So uh, Don and her crew seriously held their own against a lot of pros um in the, the world it was broken into two divisions um the modern boats which courageous is in and then the traditional vintage uh, division which a lot of the older the weatherly uh, columbia american eagle a lot of those older iconic boats um are in that class the modern division includes challenge 12 enterprise defender a lot of these boats have sailed in, in the America's Cup trials or in the America's Cup. Um, Courageous, which has won um, twice, and uh, and what am I missing? Um, we've got five of them. Um, and Freedom, and Freedom is actually owned by um, a gentleman uh, from um, Japan and also the United States, Mr. Okura. And he's got an incredible crew of very talented um, professionals, two of whom are in the America's Cup Hall of Fame, as is Dawn. And uh, so the fact that Dawn and her young crew really held their own out there was uh, was a true testament to new blood being trained well. <laughs> Those kids know how to sail. So um, anyway, it was great. There were a lot of um, there were a lot of females. Out there, um, two two female crew on Challenge Twelve, which was the winner in the Modern Division. Um, they were female crew on you know several of the boats in both divisions. So, and I do have word that there may be an all female crew going over to Europe uh, next year to Barcelona on American Eagle. So we'll see if if that happens. But certainly, Dawn is um, paving the way in introducing uh <clears throat> she was the only female skipper and um and introducing younger talented kids that's peggy wilson herson of the 12 meter yacht club newport rhode island how can we find out more online about the club um well we have some amazing footage from the five days of racing we were really blessed and lucky to have um beautiful weather here in newport and you can go on to 12, that's one, two, mrworlds.com. All of our video and drone uh, footage is is up on that. That was done by Nick Waviotis from Skyla Filmworks. 
and commentated by Tucker Thompson, a renowned sailing commentator. And it's absolutely world-class to watch. Um, there are also highlights on that. And then on social media, our photographer, uh, Stephen Cloutier, has posted all over our um, Facebook and Instagram pages, as well as many of the best photographers in the sailing world. They were all out there. Anna Vanderwall, Daniel Forrester, Sharon Green. These are the the rock stars of sailing photography, and they were all out. So the pictures are truly everywhere, uh, but the videos you really should watch. All right, and also, as always, going to salesporttalk.com. Peggy wilson some Karen Lyle, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Great to talk to you, Peggy. All right, I, Karen, uh, you're literally running people off the road to interview them? Yeah. Well, someone, you know, actually, someone, someone put the interview together for me, and I had like 12 minutes to grab that three-minute interview that was at the top of the show. All right. That's good stuff. Thanks for coming by. We'll talk to you next week. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. 
Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, thank you for that. How about that? By the way, kids, you really should pick up the Collector's Edition Blu-ray, DVD, and digital code Fast X. This just came out uh, on August 1st on digital, and it came out today. It is the debut, or as the kids say, it drops in this collector's edition 4K and Blu-ray. Never before seen bonus content, including a gag reel, scene breaks downs with the director. Add it to your Fast and Furious collection. Watch Fast X again and again before the final chapter in the saga releases. Because ever since the saga started on the streets of L.A.'s underground racing uh, scene, Tom Toretto... Uh, Dom, sorry, Dom Toretto, that's Vin Diesel, and his family have overcome impossible odds to outsmart, outnerve, and outdrive every foe. Yet when the team took the family down to a nefarious kingpin back in Brazil, they had no idea his son Dante, Jason Momoa, was watching from the shadows. Make sure to check it out. Fast X. And uh, this is from Universal. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break. Come on back. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Former President Trump's legal team trying to block a request for a protective order in his election interference case. The Department of Justice filed for the order asking the judge to place some limits on Trump's speech about the case after the former president posted, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. Trump's lawyers claim it violates the First Amendment and politicians are already using his case to raise money. I'm Brian Shook. 
Crews working to restore power across some areas of the eastern U.S. after severe storms took aim at the region last night. At least two people were killed and more than a million people lost power. Tornado watches and warnings stretched across 10 states with winds sending power lines into homes and roads. And in Maryland, a portion of the highway had to be shut down after winds snapped 20 or 30 utility poles and then had them crashing onto the roadway. Due to the live wires, dozens of people were stuck in their cars as emergency crews scrambled to shut off that power to move them to a safe area. The polls are open today as Ohio holds a special election that's getting national attention. There's only one issue on the ballot. It's a measure that, if approved, would require future state constitutional amendments to get support from 60 percent of voters in order to pass, as opposed to the current simple majority. Thousands of Los Angeles city workers will be off the job today as they launch their first citywide worker strike in 15 years. Our members are sending the city a message that we want to deal with serious issues. We filed unfair labor practice charges against the city because they were not bargaining in good faith. The strike will affect trash pickup, access to public swimming pools and routine services at LAX. This is USA News. Newsmax TV. Everyone is watching it now. President Trump says he loves it. And more than 30 million Americans tune into Newsmax TV. With great shows and analysts like Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, and a lot more. Every night you can watch Newsmax's number one show, Greg Kelly Reports. Greg Kelly and Newsmax are unafraid to tell the truth about the election, how big tech is censoring you, and Joe Biden's dangerous plans. You Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Ooh, definitely nuggets Spicy and Spicy Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, single. And a Frosty, frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. The director of The Exorcist has died. Friedkin is known for directing the Oscar-winning film The French Connection, for which he, too, won the Oscar for Best Director in 1972. Doyle is bad news, but he's a good cop. We're going now. Bye. Two years later, in 1974, The Exorcist earned Friedkin another Best Director Oscar nomination. In the name of the Father and of the Son. The, the Exorcist had 10 nominations in total and one for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound, but earned a place in history for Friedkin as director of arguably the best scary movie of all time. Friedkin also directed the film To Live and Die in L.A. His wife confirmed his death in Los Angeles on Monday. I'm Lisa Taylor. The Yankees rotation taking another hit yesterday. The Bronx Bombers placing left-hander Carlos Rodon on the 15-day injured list with a left hamstring strain. The 30-year-old was pulled from yesterday's start against the Houston Astros after feeling what he said was a cramp. Rodon missed the first three months of the season with a left forearm strain and has a 7.33 earned run average since returning. Four U.S. chicken plants being closed by Tyson Foods, the Arkansas-based company, said it's hurt by falling chicken and pork prices as well as the reduced demand for beef products. I'm Corey Myers, USA News.
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Hour two underway, and uh, we're free and clear until 1040 when uh, comedian Kevin Shea will join us. Um, a lot of teams made moves at the trade deadline in baseball, and all they've done since then is stink. <laughs> now, the Cubs were a team that said, we're, we're going to go for it, and they've been a bit better, but... The best example, or worst example, if you like, are the Angels. And I thought it would be dumb to trade Otani because he's going to leave anyway, and what are you going to get back? I mean, look what the Sharks got for Eric Carlson. It was a disaster. I love reading all these articles about how the Sharks got fleeced. That's fun. Anyway, the Angels, they get Giolito, and you tell Otani, we're going for it. And then they lost seven in a row. They go back and get this guy, Gritchick, who they took the pick before Trout. And yesterday in left field, he, he kind of dived for a ball. But they basically had the Giants beat, and the Giants scored six in the top of the ninth. And right now, and we'll talk to J.D. Sharp about this in an hour, but if you look at the wild card standings, the Angels are eight games out. And we are now into the second week in August. Is there time? Yeah, there's time. But that means, because I would figure Baltimore and Tampa Bay would be one of the wild cards. So that means that if Houston, Toronto, Seattle, Boston, the Yankees, and the Angels, they have to be two of those six teams. So your best chance is getting ahead of Seattle, who is five games ahead of the Angels. 
because at least they're in the division. But you got to hope. I mean, even when the Yankees and the Boston Red Sox play each other, one of those teams is going to get a win. So that doesn't really help you hugely. Uh, and then you throw a Toronto in the mix. So can they catch Houston? I mean, well, I mean, Houston is eight and a half games better than them in the wild card right now. So the Angels are two games under 500. They were five over. They make these trades, and now they stink. Come on back. Jim Gaffigan here with some more straight talk. Let's take a moment to appreciate our sweet children, loving grandparents, and eternal soulmates. Now let's use them to save money on wireless. Because with the Straight Talk Silver Plan, you get four lines for just $25 a month with unlimited data and no contracts. So add those human pawns, I mean loved ones, and save money. Thanks, kids. They're finally worth it. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Get four lines on Silver Unlimited for $25 per line per month, plus taxes and fees. For data management practices and additional terms, visit straighttalk.com. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv 800-293-0328-800-293-0328-800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328 this is ron Barr. be sure to check out sports byline and the eight side network's outstanding eight podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out, and lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. It is actually lines plural. We have lots of lines. You can come on in and get heard. Do I have any schadenfreude over the angel stinking? And the answer is yes. As much as I look to see if my pitiful A's will win, and I always look because I don't want them to be the worst team in the history of the big leagues. You know, the Mets kind of had an excuse. They were a brand-new franchise. They're an expansion team. New York had three teams, and two went to California, and they had one left, and they go, we need a new team. We'll put it in Queens. We'll take the blue of the Dodgers. We'll take the orange of the Giants. It'll be a National League team, so now those two fans, those groups can come together and be fans of that team. By the way, the A's have 81 losses. They still have a chance for a non-losing season. So they would have to win the uh, next 49 games. The late, great Judy Tenuta, who was on the show. It could happen. My favorite line of hers, and I, I told her this when I had her on, her crowd work was great and she would laugh and she pointed at a guy she goes like you except with a human head (laughs) oh that's gold jerry gold here's an interesting thing though uh when you look at run differential uh, i dropped a differential in an f-150 the other day no 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 not with a winch the run differential for the A's is a, a minus 273. That's pretty astounding when you think about it. I mean, it really is. How about this for just the 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 median? The Yankees run differential? <clears throat> Zero. They've scored 485, and they've given up 485. That's not bad when you think about it. Uh, it, but it is, of course, the epitome of uh, absolute mediocrity, too. <laughs> it depends on your definition <clears throat> of mediocrity, but, you know, what does run differential really mean anyway? I do remember when uh, Josh Reddick gave Billy Butler his number 16, and I asked Josh Reddick, I go, what did he give you? And he said, a winch. I said, a what? A witch? A winch. A what? A winch. Uh, You mean that thing that lifts engines up out of cars and then drops them into another car? And he's like, yes. I'm like, all right, you southern guys, I don't know what's going on. Let's go to Hell's Kitchen, and we got Charlie. Go ahead, Charlie. Speaking of schadenfreude, the Yankees lost again, and I am happy because they just uh, just slip sliding away. I, I I couldn't be happier in this terrible baseball season as an A's fan. Uh, the Yankees maintained their position in last place, and they lost to the lowly White Sox. Um, that was my commentary. I have a question. What is your take on the announcer for the Orioles being suspended for stating facts? Uh, Kevin Brown, I think the gentleman's name is. Yeah, it's uh, a well, great. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. I was saying for for a team that's having such a wonderful season, for them, I, obviously it's not going to tarnish their season. But are the owners who are they? The Angelos are they that thin skinned? 
that well, they suspend an announcer let for me, stating uh, facts. Yeah, let me tell people what happened, because I think when you hear an announcer suspended, you think it's homophobia or the N-word or oh, something. Oh, right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah. right. It wasn't... Uh, so, right. um, Brown, uh, with the uh, Orioles, um, he what he said was... The here's the quote. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the final uh, game, uh, June 25th, 17. The last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete already gone three and two at the top this year after winning three of 18 the previous three years combined. That's that's what he said. And so then we heard that he was suspended because Orioles ownership thought they were making the team look cheap. And then after the huge backlash, they said, he's not suspended at all. He's fine. Right. But he, he, well, so is it, is it, I mean, I don't know anything about the ownership of the Orioles, the Angels, right? The Angels family are they are they known for doing being sensitive or being thin skinned? Are they have a reputation for that? Because I, he was basically reading. I think he was reading. He was just reading stats out of. Uh, he, he, I'm just. I don't know why it bothered me so much that the, 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 he he was suspended for saying that. Uh, well, I mean, uh, Peter Peter Angelos. The thing you got to remember about Peter him. Angelos. He's 94 years old. And, okay. Yeah, okay, well. he's 94 years old, born in Baltimore, went to college in Baltimore. He's about as charm city as you can get outside of living in Amsterdam. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're right. All he did was state facts, you know, and sometimes. Yeah, he didn't, you, yeah. No, I'm just saying he didn't. He didn't put a slant on it how the the, the Rays are a better team or he, he didn't he was just reading it sounded like he was reading stats and uh, or facts and and I don't know I, I just you know the Orioles are having this wonderful season you know this this uh, you know we're bringing up all these young players uh, after three losing you know hundred losing hundred games I think three three four years in a row and, and I don't know it just it just bothered me that that, that the owner would do this but uh, I, I don't know I don't know um, uh, I just I wanted to get your take on, on the, the, what your, your, your well to, to me I think sometimes it, this this happens all the time I remember one time my program director at my other station the day Richard Sherman got traded to the Niners I was doing a solo show on like a Saturday or a Sunday for like four hours, he calls me right before the show and he says, the next four hours are just Richard Sherman, nothing else. <laughs> and I said, I got it, boss. Okay. And so I did four hours on Richard Sherman and like three and a half hours in, guy calls and he says, well, he went to Stanford, so you know he's smart. And I said, my buddy went to Stanford and he's dumb. So what do we say? Derek Carr went to Fresno State, so he's dumb. So the commercial right, right. break, I get a call. He's like, what's with all the Raider talk? And I went, what Raider talk? He goes, I heard you mention Derek Carr. I said, were you listening? That was a context of something else. So sometimes all it takes is a 94-year-old guy or maybe his son to say, oh, he brought up that we used to suck. He did suspend him, you know. And then, right, right, right. Yeah. No, right. So keeping in the same 
uh, same uh, subject matter. Like uh, Kuiper got uh, fired from the A's for for his miss for what he said on the air, mm-hmm. and the, I forget the gentleman's name up in Sacramento. He's uh, I can't forget the guy's name. Will these guys ever like? Like in your like, do they find jobs again? Like, or do they just leave the industry altogether? Or are they like blacklisted? Like when 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 an announcer? I don't something? know. I don't know what's up with Glenn, who I've known. Uh, I mean, I started my career in the city here in '89, and I think I met him in '90, and we used to work together in TV for ten years. I've I've known Glenn forever. We're not buddy buddies, but I've known him forever. And I heard a rumor he was moving back to Wisconsin. Like it, he just, oh, wow. yeah, it's it's yeah. a real shame. I mean, I would think somebody might take him, but in today's world, you know, all it takes is like let's say a little college hires him to do play by play, and then someone's like, "That's the guy that said the n word," and they're like, "Oh, never mind, right, We're, never mind, right, we don't hire right, him." Right. Well, that's why like, I don't know how old Kuiper is. I assume he. I'm. I'm. Uh, you're. You're a he's, couple years older than me. I'm fifty-five. Yeah. So he's. I think he's, he's a year old. I think he's a year older than me. So he's like fifty-nine. Yeah. So he's close, and, and the gentleman up in Sacramento, I, I, uh, he's younger. I, I would. I, are you talking about a lot younger? Are you talking about? I, I can't think of the guy's name. Grant Napier. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes. no, he's a hundred. Yes. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, but all right. Well, say for example, uh, Kuiper was thirty-five and said that. You're, you're basically your, your your career. You have to find a whole new career. Right. Well, Marv Albert worked another twenty years after a concierge. Yes punched the toupee off his head when he was wearing knickers. So when he was dressing up as a woman, you can do that. And that's cool. But you know, and go on Letterman and talk about it. But yeah, a slip of the tongue and that's it. Hey, I got to run to a break, Charlie, but thanks for the call, man. Very interesting stuff. I'll talk a little bit on the other side. I'm glad Charlie brought it up. Come on back. 1-800-878-PLAY. Who's watching me? own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. 
They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number. They'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline Airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. We all have our idiosyncrasies. I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Just got kicked into the back studio here with uh, Dominic. Coming up in the next segment, though, we will have uh, Kevin Shea. Uh, Yes, he will be with us. He is at the uh, punchline. Um, More about what uh, Charlie brought up with Kevin Brown. And and we have heard uh, different rumors about how the Orioles uh, demand that you have to wear gear with the Orioles logo on it. And I got to say, I'm a fan of one team and I'll only be a fan of one team, but I have always been just a tiny bit fond of the Orioles. They were a badass team when I was a kid and we had a good rivalry with them, even though they're in a different division. I say we as an ace fan, but the little smiley Oriole face, I like that one when they had that, like the later Cal Ripken years, the sort of, profile shot of a bird like a real bird that one was stupid you got to go back to the big white front with the smiling oriole that's the logo right there but anyway after a lot of other announcers yesterday heard that kevin brown had been suspended and i guess the suspension was rescinded because when people asked the orioles did you suspend him they said We don't comment on personnel matters. We look forward to hearing Kevin's voice soon. So he is or he isn't suspended. But it got around the league, and a lot of his peers didn't like it. The Mets broadcaster, Gary Cohen, 
they were doing a game last night against the Cubs, and he said on the air, quote, let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller, and now you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. Now, that would be funny if the Mets called him and Steve Cohen called him and just said, hey, uh, by the way, Gary Cohen, Steve Cohen, talk about job security. <laughs> He's like, uh, we, we heard what you said, and we're going to replace uh, you with Kevin Brown. Um, <clears throat> on Nesson, the New England Sports Network, they do the Sox, Dave O'Brien said, somebody didn't like the facts very much, and that's a fiasco that that's allowed to happen. I think every announcer in the league feels the same way. I thought it was a joke when I initially read it. I hope he's reinstated immediately when somebody comes to their senses in the front office of the Orioles. You know, that's the thing about when you're in a front office, you get lumped in with whatever your owner decides, right? It's like when I've been overseas, whoever's the president, Republican, Democrat, they go, oh, well, you're a guy, and that's what you think. Why do you think I think that? Because you're, because you're president. What? Yeah, because you're president. No, it doesn't work that way. But it's just sort of like the A's right now. If you work in the front office, people think you suck. By the way, <clears throat> on Saturday, I was going through the parking lot during tailgates before the first game of the Bay Bridge series there, and I had on, I was about to, cross over in the parking lot to where I need my credentials. I put my credential on and this girl who was probably 20 drunk turned around and started screaming in my face, Fisher out, Fisher out. I started walking and she kept screaming in my face, Fisher out. And I'm like, oh, she thinks with my credential that I'm an A's employee. (laughs) What if I was? Is that still on me, you drunk dumbass? I was at A's games before your parents even met, and then you're screaming in my face. Anyway, bless her drunk little heart. And by the way, as I was going through the parking lot, once again, I thought to myself, I don't understand the concept of a tailgate. I never have. I never will. It's freezing uh, even when it's not freezing, though, you stand out there. And and by the way, as I left, I left an inning early because I'm not stupid. There were 40,000 fans there, and you have to leave early. But as I'm leaving early, there were at least 200 people that had spent the entire game in the parking lot. Whew. I just remember when my buddy, he had Niner season tickets. And <clears throat> this was like 1985, he said, Monday night game against the Saints. Do you want to go? I got extra ticket. And I was like, I'm not doing nothing. He's like, uh, all right, well, we're going to have to leave here at noon. You've got to cut the rest of our classes. I go, isn't the game at 6? Yeah, but, I mean, we're getting a late start. we got to get over there by noon. I'm like, what? So we drove over in his truck, candlestick, and people set up these tents, and everybody drank. And the team bus hadn't even gotten there yet. I don't really. <laughs> All right, that's an aside. Anyway, the Orioles, 
uh, have the 29th ranked payroll in baseball because they have so many young guys. And it always killed me as an A's fan when A's fans would brag, look how much we won and we didn't spend as much money, which is like going up to somebody who bought a Mercedes and you bought a Hyundai and you're like, my Hyundai lasted longer than yours. So you're stupid. Like, sounds great. But uh, so Gary Cohen said that. And then um, Dave O'Brien said that. And then we go to Chicago to the south side because the White Sox uh, play-by-play guy, his name is Jason Benetti. He said he made a little uh, quip discussing the Yankees and the Orioles uh, upcoming game with the White Sox. And then he said, hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that. And uh, yeah, you need to throw that in a little bit. But on the other hand, the the aforementioned uh, Glenn Kuyper, none of these guys came out and supported him. <laughs> Not that I know of. But that's the other thing, too. I mean, in a way, it's kind of a compliment to say, you know, we used to be the doldrums. And look at us now. Look what we're doing. And um, pointing out facts is one thing. And one thing that has gotten me in trouble over the years, trouble in quotes mostly, is that I care. And you're much better off not caring when you're a broadcaster. You can just, you know, you can trade away Cespedes and, you know, what does it matter, you know? Uh, Both Ken Dito and Lowell Cohn, who I did shows with, I did TV shows with Lowell and I used to do radio shows with uh, Ken. And Ken was the A's pre and post guy when I was in high school. Anyway. They both told me on the air, so I'm not outing them. They said, we're not fans. We don't care who wins. And I appreciate that, and I think it's probably better for you, but I could not. It's hard enough sitting at a game when you care. (laughs) I always refer to going to games as, as temporary camping because you're out in the elements, you're overpaying for everything, you're smelling this guy's passing gas. This guy's smoking weed. This guy smells like cigarettes. This guy will not stop screaming swear words. This kid's crying. The other kid's kicking his seat. His father is more stupid than the kid. He doesn't know he's kicking your seat. And you hate it, but you put up with it because you love the team and you really care. Your day will be ruined if that team loses. I, I just couldn't imagine sitting at a four-hour and 58-minute baseball game and having no dog in the fight. And I've done that. I've gone to games, right? I mean, I went to Coors Field a couple months ago. I watched the Giants and the Rockies, and after three innings, I was like, all right, that's about to do it. (laughs) I think I got my Coors Field press box experience. But anyway, going back, and at first I heard Kevin Brown. I go, this isn't the Kevin Brown from the Marlins, right? Remember when he went from the Marlins to the Dodgers, he signed the biggest contract for any pitcher in history. And then after the contract was over, he said, I'm also going to need a skybox for just my family. And I'm going to need free flights for my family from Florida. And the Dodgers said, okay. It's like with the money you have, couldn't you? Hey, nothing wrong with asking, right? You can throw it out there. So uh, the Orioles look kind of dumb there. 
And um, I'm sure the guy will be back lickety-split if he's not already there right now. Coming up next, the comic stylings of Kevin Shea. Come on back. I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizzy, there's nothing on my skin. And that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more, so you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-345-2789. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-345-2789. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-345-2789. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western.
Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Ah, uh, that's messed up. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What are you doing on a Tuesday night? Yeah, that's right. Nothing. So you need to get down here to Battery Street to the world-famous Punchline, one of the great comedy places in this country. And you need to see our guest, Kevin Shea, who joins us once again. Kevin, welcome back to the show. A Tuesday night, not the traditional let's go out and get drunk kind of night, but it is a night for true comedy fans. So what are we in store for? Uh, You're in store for a great time, man. I could tell by the way you were asking if you were messing with me. <laughs> you said it so straight with no inflection. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what always cracks me up is uh, everyone uses this term, and I love the punchline. I think it's uh, one of the greatest clubs in the country. I started here, but everybody uses the world-famous tag. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, famous but world-famous? Like, if... A kid in Africa doesn't know. <laughs> it's not world famous. You ask a little African kid, you know, in the in the jungle or in the desert or where, and he's, he's got to have no shoes, right? And if he doesn't know you or whatever you're pitching, it's not world famous. You know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this, because I think that same kid couldn't pick out King yeah. Charles or Joe Biden out of a lineup either, but aren't those guys world famous? Who? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, listen, well done. Listen, like, yes, the president of America is going to be world famous without a lot of people knowing. But, you know, he's a thing. He's the president of the United States. Some people care. Some people don't. But if you tell this kid Coca-Cola, big deal. Eminem, big deal. Like, my mom knows Eminem. That's, that's a big deal. Right? I, I would as far, as go as far as say uh, Michael Jordan, but when people go like, "Oh my God, it's the best!" Like uh, world's famous burgers, I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, they don't have cows in Africa." So you can say regionally <laughs> famous, right? Well, I'll, like, I'll, then I'll, I'll 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 couch it like this: amongst comedy aficionados, the punchline is definitely world famous. Uh, your tone is still messing with me. I can't <laughs> <tell>. <laughs> I'm a comedy. No, I'm a comedy nerd, and I'll tell you, nice. and you know this too. It is one yes. of the top ten in this country. Oh, it's, it's easily top three in this country. Thank you. Oh, easily. I love it, but the world famous moniker, I, you know, it always gets me. That's sort of like <laughs> Elf, world best, world's best coffee. You did it right. Yeah, yes, exactly. I'm trying to think. I forget what it was when I went on this rant. My girlfriend's like, Jesus, Kevin, it's it's just the plug. It's just advertising. <laughs> I go, you know what? I'm all about true advertising. Like, do you remember uh, uh, back in the day when they said cigarettes were healthy for you? Right? Like, oh, yeah. I, I always try to figure out what is the next cigarette thing right now? And it's got to be, uh, you know, those... Um, Hard seltzers. Yeah. Yes. I don't. Uh, what? What is the brand? Why am I blanking? Why am I blanking? Truly. Every drinks them. What's it called? Truly. Uh, White Claw. Yeah. White Claw, dude. It makes me so happy. Like watching all these uh, white frat dudes drink them. 
oh, because they think it's light for them. But I'm like, dude, there's no way that there's flavor in that and it's all natural. Like, there's no sugar or chemical in that? No. I cannot wait till these frat dudes get, like, four eyes when they get to, like, 50. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> I like Mark Norman's line that White Claw sounds like Wolverine's nephew. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> and by the way, you know that the Food and Drug Administration, natural, yes. can mean anything. You can have natural doo-doo. You can have natural plastic. You can have natural concrete. See, I knew you were on my side. Yes. I felt like earlier you were not, but yes, it's all plugged. Like, I drink uh, bubblies all day long, and there is no way there's nothing in that. Why, how do you get plain club soda to taste like a lime? There, you, there's no way. Do you know what's interesting? By the way, we're speaking with Kevin Shea. He's going to be the punchline tonight. Um there apparently, I heard this, and I don't know if it's true because I've never been there, and almost nobody else has unless you're from there. But the only country on the face of the earth that has never sold a Coca Cola is North Korea. Oh yeah, I can see that. Come on, they've never heard I of it. Get a, I, no, and you know what? Uh, I, I I can see that. I think you got to wait like four hours in line for a bowl of rice up mm. there. Like, I'm adopted. I don't know if you know that. Most people who are actual fans of mine know that. And the biggest question when people find out I'm adopted, they go, Kevin, are you from north or south? (laughs) And I'm just like, oh, my God, you did not pay attention in high school uh, history. None of that. You just glossed over the Korean War. I'm like, if I was north, I, I wouldn't be here. And they go, what are you talking about? I like, I forget it. I'm Chinese. I just, <laughs> I don't want this. Well, I remember I, I had Ronnie, I had Ronnie Chang on my show, and and he, yes. he gets so pissed off if you don't know exactly what's going on with Singapore and and Malaysia and anything in that region. If you get it just as even a one iota wrong, he's very sensitive. But yes, I would think anybody from like the third grade up would know that North Korea. Probably not the most open border to which you could adopt kids. No, not at all. And that's classic Ronnie. That is such classic Ronnie. Uh, we've hung out a couple of times, and I can't tell. He's very much similar like you. I can't tell if he's being serious <laughs> or not. Like, we were in Hawaii, and uh, he came by the hotel. He was hanging out with me and my girlfriend. My girlfriend went to go get uh, drinks. And he asked Ronnie, do you want anything? He goes, no. And she goes back. It's like 95 degrees out. It's Hawaii. It's humid. And she goes, here, I got you a bottle of water. And he looks straight in her face and goes, why'd you get me this? <laughs> I'm like, Ronnie, it's 95. She said you might like some water. He goes, but I didn't ask for this. And I was like, dude, just drink wow, the water. Wow, I know. Just that's, or, that's too or, high strong. No, I like, that's what makes him funny. That's well, the best part l- let me, He's the best. Let me ask you, because according to your... Um, I think we talked about this before. You bought into America. What does that mean? What? It says, yeah, born in South Korea, then then yeah. bought, not brought into America. All purchased. I was uh, adopted. Uh, <laughs> so my parents uh, pretty much purchased myself. Uh, I have a brother and a sister who were Korean that were uh, purchased and brought into America. Were you all taken and together? I, no, no, no. They had my brother first. Oh. And, uh, yeah, yeah. 
and I don't think he was good enough. I don't know the real reason. And uh, they said we should try it again. So, but the same parent, the same parents. Nope, nope, nope. Very, very different. I think that's a common mistake when people ask about adoption. Do you adopt the same kids from the same family? I don't know how that works across the board. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, it's separate. It's hard to get the same kids at different times, and which is really weird for me to say this because I have an older white sister mm-hmm. who uh, adopted two black girls from the same family. But that was like a weird situation. They were living in the same kids and got to know the mom, and the mom had like 18 of them. Mm-hmm. And she said, would you like one? <laughs> and my sister was like, sure. Man. So uh, She got hers free. Do you know um, your name on your birth certificate, what that was? Yes, it's, uh, I'm going to butcher it. Oh, my God. Uh, so they say their last name first. Yes. S-U. Uh, I can't believe you're, you know this more than I do. It's Saw <laughs> Jung Young. Or mm-hmm. Sue Jung Young. I think it's Sue. It's one of those two. Yeah. It's Sue. I uh, please tell me, are you I'm assuming you're a white dude? I am a white dude, yeah, but I I, I, I know from uh just being a Bay Area guy that in all the uh-huh. Korean Korean guys I know and girls, you know, they have, you know, it's like, you know, Hyung Min Sin, Lee Park, you know, John so it's like, you know, the park and the Lee comes first, you know. And then baseball oh, players man, too. Yeah. yeah, we get that, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Of course, baseball players. Well, we got, uh, remember the guy from the Dodgers originally? Chung Ho Park? No, no, the pitcher. Uh, the Korean ah. pitcher? Yes. It was like in the 90s. I thought it was Park. Wasn't it Chung Ho Park? It, you, you might be right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think I yeah. am. Yeah, and then now we got uh, Sho Otani. Shohei Otani's Japanese. He, he's Japanese. I know, I know. But uh, normally, I wouldn't take. Uh, That's a pretty Japanese white thing to say. Well, we got white. We got Japanese people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm adopted by white people. What do you want? But uh, now that you, the monster. But you came. You kind of started your your career here. I mean, this is kind of your other hometown, right? Yeah, this is where I started, man. I love it here. I started back in 2001. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was here for like six years before I headed down to L.A. I mean, San Francisco is by far the best place to start. Any mid-level city is a great place to start stand-up. And you, you get good and you go to New York or you go to L.A. Because if you start, a lot, of, a lot of people start in New York, but uh, I think L.A. is a horrible place to start. Because mm-hmm. uh, you won't get as much time. So a lot of people who start in the, the Bay Area or like uh, Denver, Seattle... You get good, and they go down there, and then you know they blow up. I am not one of those examples, but uh, I feel like this is the place that made me a uh, decent writer. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. By the way, I know he wasn't in the '90s. He's more recent, but Hyunjin Ryu pitched for the Dodgers. He's Korean. Yes, yes. I butcher uh, everyone's names, and I and yeah. I always feel like an ass about it. Jesus. Well, I got to ask you about Sun Young Ming from Tottenham Hotspur because he's my favorite player. He's the Asian footballer of the year many times. He's the most famous person in South Korea. Do you know Sonny? (laughs) No, who's that? (laughs) He's a soccer player in London. Oh, I don't don't, don't follow soccer. Are you a big soccer guy? I am a big soccer guy, yeah. 
I like soccer. I will watch the World Cup. I watched the MLS championships last year, uh, the LAFC versus Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It was a Great brutal game. ending. Great game. Great game, but brutal ending for Philadelphia. I mean, it's just classic Philly. The only city to lose two championships in one day. It's, it was That's brutal. right. And the Phillies. Yes. Yeah. Yep, and the Phillies. <laughs> and they lost to the Astros. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, before oh, we let God. you go... Punchline uh, tickets available. Uh, do you know who your feature and your opener is? Yes, uh, my middle is uh, another Bay Area guy. He started in Sacramento. Is Jeff Short? Uh, I think he goes by Emmett Short now. And the opener is uh, up high. Um, I'm gonna butcher his last name. Uh, you well, know what? I don't even know. Let, let's let, let's face it. It's all about the headliner. Kevin Shea, punchline <laughs> tonight. Go check yes. it out. Hey, good to have you on the show, man. Have fun while you're in town. All right. Thanks, man. All Appreciate right. It. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. 
And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Hey, thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'll have Teo Penglis of Days of Our Lives on my show today at 1140. So he will be, uh, <clears throat> he will be coming up uh, next. He is a, a villain. I can't say I've ever seen Days of Our Lives. I will admit in the 80s that I saw a couple of Young and the Restlesses. So I knew about uh, Cricket and Victor and uh, them. But um, I think I watched it for about three weeks, and then I realized nothing ever happens. And then it's just all dialogue. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I'm a guy. I hate dialogue. I think what I'll do is I'll get a job where I talk for a living (laughs) since I love dialogue so much. Um. My friend Jimmy Shapiro over at uh, betonline.ag put out the Pack 4 favorites for football, and he says, I'm only sort of joking, and Cal is still the last place team. (laughs) Oregon State is the favorite, then Washington State, then Stanford, which I'm surprised, but then again, they weren't great last year, and then Cal. So Cal can't even get any love in the pack four. <laughs> All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. Former President Trump's legal team trying to block a request for a protective order in his election interference case. 
The Department of Justice filed for the order asking the judge to place some limits on Trump's speech about the case after the former president posted, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. Trump's lawyers claim it violates the First Amendment and politicians are already using his case to raise money. I'm Brian Shook. Crews working to restore power across some areas of the eastern U.S. after severe storms took aim at the region last night. At least two people were killed and more than a million people lost power. Tornado watches and warnings stretched across 10 states with winds sending power lines into homes and roads. And in Maryland, a portion of the highway had to be shut down after winds snapped 20 or 30 utility poles and then had them crashing onto the roadway. Due to the live wires, dozens of people were stuck in their cars as emergency crews scrambled to shut off that power to move them to a safe area. The polls are open today as Ohio holds a special election that's getting national attention. There's only one issue on the ballot. It's a measure that, if approved, would require future state constitutional amendments to get support from 60 percent of voters in order to pass, as opposed to the current simple majority. Thousands of Los Angeles city workers will be off the job today as they launch their first citywide worker strike in 15 years. Our members are sending the city a message that we want to deal with serious issues. We filed unfair labor practice charges against the city because they were not bargaining in good faith. The strike will affect trash pickup, access to public swimming pools, and routine services at LAX. This is USA News. Newsmax TV. Everyone is watching it now. President Trump says he loves it. And more than 30 million Americans tune into Newsmax TV. With great shows and analysts like Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, and a lot more. Every night you can watch Newsmax's number one show, Greg Kelly Reports. Greg Kelly and Newsmax are unafraid to tell the truth about the election, how big tech is censoring you, and Joe Biden's dangerous plans. You Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Ooh, definitely nuggets Spicy and Spicy Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, single. And a Frosty, frosty for me. and a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Buy one, get one for a buck. Limited time only. Price of participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. The director of The Exorcist has died. Friedkin is known for directing the Oscar-winning film The French Connection, for which he, too, won the Oscar for Best Director in 1972. Doyle is bad news, but he's a good cop. We're going now. Bye. Two years later, in 1974, The Exorcist earned Friedkin another Best Director Oscar nomination. In the name of the Father and of the Son. The, the Exorcist had 10 nominations in total and one for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Sound, but earned a place in history for Friedkin as director of arguably the best scary movie of all time. Friedkin also directed the film To Live and Die in L.A. His wife confirmed his death in Los Angeles on Monday. I'm Lisa Taylor. The Yankees rotation taking another hit yesterday. The Bronx Bombers placing left-hander Carlos Rodon on the 15-day injured list with a left hamstring strain. The 30-year-old was pulled from yesterday's start against the Houston Astros after feeling what he said was a cramp. 
Rodon missed the first three months of the season with a left forearm strain and has a 7.33 earned run average since returning. Four U.S. chicken plants being closed by Tyson Foods, the Arkansas-based company, said it's hurt by falling chicken and pork prices, as well as the reduced demand for beef products. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you in the back studio. We still got another hour to go. Teal Penglis will join us. Also, J.D. Sharp after the break. Just turned on Tottenham at Barcelona. The season begins Sunday. This is the final preseason warm-up exhibition game, what have you. They did a tour of Asia, did Tottenham. And two and a half minutes in, and Robert Lewandowski, one of the best strikers in the world, Polish international, he scored because Pedro Poro, who cost 45 million pounds, still won't mark a defender. I know. It's not fun. But them's the breaks. Right? It's just a preseason game. Who cares? Still waiting to see if Harry Kane gets sold. James Madison is wearing squad number 71 because if Harry Kane gets sold, he wants his number 10. So he won't commit to a squad number until we find out what's going on with Harry Kane, who, uh, once again, Bayern Munich's last uh, overture has been rejected by Enoch and Tottenham chairman Daniel Levy, who a lot of fans uh, do not like. Even if they get 100 million pounds for him, he is irreplaceable. It would be uh, stupid to, even if you bought 10 other guys, oh, and Barcelona should have be up 2 nothing, and uh, they just flashed over the bar. So Tottenham's defense looking real good. 
with the Davison Sanchez, Pedro Porro, and Sergi Regagons, and Eric Dyers of the world. And you don't know who those people are, and that's fine. Why should you, right? Let's talk some sports. Let's talk about MLB. Let's talk about bad hockey trades. Well, let's not talk about bad hockey trades from San Jose. Uh, anything on your mind, 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. No twitch.tv because the studios have been rented by more important people. And uh, also <clears throat> on uh, sportsbyline.com, you can go there, click listen live. Any emails, rick at sportsbyline.com. And on your TV sets, if you have cable, you got cable, Tom Cable, 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, how about, <laughs> sneak the number in. CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2, and your cable provider. The Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back with J.D. Sharp. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com, and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. 
Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. <clears throat> Waiting on J.D. Sharp. When he comes in, we'll <clears throat> throw him on the air. And um, I think a safe prediction that you'll uh, be hearing and reading a lot between now and the start of the next season will be the situation with Shohei Otani. Let's go to J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering and ProWagering.com. They break down and prognosticate all your sports betting needs. J.D., the Angels said, screw it. We're keeping Otani. We're going to go out and get Jolito. We're going to get our old friends Crone and Gritchick, and we're going for it. And they've lost seven games in a row. And last night was pretty disheartening if you're an Angels fan. The Giants get six in the top of the ninth, Gritchick looks like he's never played the outfield before. Um, it looks like all is lost with eight games uh, out, but, you know, we've got 40-some-odd games, but I, it ain't looking good in Anaheim right now. Uh, yeah, this, this is such a weird one, Rick, because Otani hasn't hit any home runs in a couple of weeks or had any RBIs. Uh, they moved Moniak down. Trout's still on the shelf. Rendon's still on the shelf. They did add Crone. I think he went yard last night. But the Angels, one of the reasons why the Angels had a pretty good first half of the season, or at least we'll call it first 80 games, is because of the play of their bullpen. And Estevez was a big part of that. And he gave up six runs last night in the ninth. Uh, I'm still not. But Sandoval pitched extremely well. Uh, I think Giolito's going to pitch well tonight. I think that they, with Sandoval and Giolito and Otani and Canning and Beria, I think that this team can still be okay, but they got to get Trout back. He has to produce. They're just refusing to pitch to Otani right now. That's what's going on. They're intentionally walking Shohei Otani constantly. And that's why he's in the situation that he's in. So um, if the bullpen gets better, and I think it will, and Trout comes back, they have enough talent around those guys that I think they can still make the playoffs. But, yeah, uh, it does seem like all is lost, I, I, I guess, to, to, to the, the, the average person who's looking at the situation. But there is still 49 games left. They are eight games out. But I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's impossible for them to go, we'll call it, 30 and 15 or 33 and 15 to finish the season. In fact, I think that's very possible, Rick. Yeah. And they, as we know, they'd have to leapfrog some other uh, pretty good teams as well. But it's it sort of, there was this weird stat yesterday or two days ago that all the teams that made moves had lost at least six games in a row. It was just <laughs> kind of this weird. No, it, it's crazy. It's yeah. true. It's true. The Diamondbacks, <clears throat> the Angels, and who is the other team? Was it the Reds? It was the Reds. It yeah. was the Reds. Yeah, they all lost six games in a row. Meanwhile, the Dodgers are just blowing teams to smithereens. I mean, but Betts had a grand slam last night. He's been playing exceptional. Freddie Freeman is probably number three in the NL MVP right now. 
I think Matt Olson's got a chance to pass Acuna, by the way. I mean, the, the numbers that he's putting up, you know, he actually leads Major League Baseball in home runs since 2016. It's not Aaron Judge. It's Matt Olson. Yeah, I saw most of them in person. Good thing we traded him. Yeah, exactly. What a what a great idea. I mean, but even if, but if you look at his progression of his career, I mean, even in, in that shortened 2020 season, the guy had 24 home runs and 50 RBIs in like 62 games or something along those lines. So he's just gotten better every year. His power is immense. I mean, his bomb two days ago was 453 feet. So uh, I'm just giving myself a pat on the back because I have gone all in on Matt Olson autographs. We'll, we'll put it that way. Rick and I, I think I'm going to have some pretty big returns in the near future. You know, don't look now. The Mariners are making a real threat much more. I think they're five games ahead of the Angels uh, in the wild card race. They're just sitting on the outside. And it's an interesting team because, you know, they they finally broke that, whatever it was, 16-year drought yes, last year. But if you look at them now, they still can't hit. They hit 235 as a team, which is in the bottom five in all of baseball. But their ERA is fourth, so it looks like they're winning, uh, winning with pitching and defense. Yeah, and, and and they're pitching. I mean, like again, who, who's the ace this year? We thought it was Spencer Strider. Well, he got hit by he gave up six runs to the to the Pirates yesterday. Seriously, who is the ace in Major League Baseball? Maybe Garrett Cole. He only gave up two runs. I know. I think he gave up four runs yesterday in the game that they lost. I mean, there's the best ERA in baseball right now is a two six one. That's Blake Snell. Hmm. And Snell might be the best pl- he might be the best pitcher in baseball. So, uh, yeah, the thing about the Mariners, they're picking it up because Julio Rodriguez is picking it up. That's why he broke the record in the home run derby. But he's stealing bases, he's hitting home runs, he's getting on base, he's playing exceptionally well. And they've still got obviously, you know, Eugenio Suarez and Cal Raleigh, who was a very underrated catcher who just randomly hits a couple of home runs every couple of weeks on you know just in, in, in very very important situations. Uh, T. Oscar Hernandez, J.B. Crawford's playing well. Clinic's not even there right now. So when he comes back, they're going to get even better. But no, the, the reason the Mariners are playing well, yes, the pitching is good with Gilbert and Kirby and Castillo, and they do have a very good starting pitching rotation. And that, that was one of the reasons I like them to make the World Series and start the year. But Juli Rodriguez is playing like a superstar. That's why the Mariners are making the ascent that they're making. You know, just for fun, as I'm looking at the standings here, the Mets are closer to a wild card than the Angels are. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how hard it's going to be. For, yeah, the Mets are seven and a half out of the wild card in the NL, and the Angels are eight out in the AL. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, uh, if Alvarez can start heating up, and I mean, the Mets still have a ton of talent. They finally sat Beatty. That was a good idea. He, he was a first-round pick that just didn't produce at all. But Alonzo had two home runs yesterday. If he gets hot, Lindor's still probably a top, a top 15 player in Major League Baseball. Obviously, they traded away Scherzer and Verlander, mm-hmm. and they don't have a great bullpen. But, yeah, I mean, that's that, that, that's, that's very interesting. I mean, how, how crazy would it be if, if the Mets and the Angels both ended up making the wild card after all the crazy attention, the negative attention that they've gotten, especially the Mets, who did destroy the Cubs yesterday, by the way. Last question for you. It, it seems like the one team that – we don't talk about <clears throat> because I I rarely bring them up, and I nationally I don't hear a lot of people talking about them. But they're the National League champs, the Phils, and they're a wild card right now. Do you think they're kind of like lurking on the outside, ready to strike? 
Yeah, I do. You look at Taiwan Walker. He's got 13 wins. He leads Major League Baseball in wins. He's, he's kind of he's on his way to doing what Julio Urias did three years ago, when he kind of came out of nowhere and had 18 wins and led Major League Baseball in wins. Uh, Trey Turner's starting to hit. Schwarber obviously is going to get you 40 home runs. Bryce Harper. You can't forget about Bryce Harper. He's playing well. Castellanos, Bryson Stott, Brandon Marsh, JT Realmuto. I mean, that team is actually very, very talented. And, and they've got, I mean, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola. I mean, Andrew Painter hopefully comes back soon. Yeah, they, they have a top 15 bullpen. They've got a real chance to, to represent the NL in the World Series. And if there's one team that matches up with the Braves, I would say that it's probably the Phillies because they have the depth and starting rotation. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if, if the, the Phillies made their move very soon. Actually, I'm going to throw you a, a literal curveball here. Just looking at some of the games tonight, anything jump out at you that you've done your uh, due diligence on? Yeah, I looked at the Phillies. I think the Phillies run line is probably a good play. I mean, I have to look at it closer again, but um, I think that, that that's got a, a decent chance of hitting. I uh, wouldn't be shocked if Carrasco won for the Mets. And then I was looking at the uh, Indians, I'm sorry, the Guardians uh, Blue Jays game. And I, I, I like this Tanner Beebe kid. You know, he's, he's 22, 23 years old. He's got like a 3.1 or 3.15 ERA, which in, which in your usual year is not great, but I think it's actually top 10 in baseball right now. So uh, I, I think he's going to pitch pretty well tonight against the Blue Jays. So I wouldn't be shocked at all if we saw the Guardians just, just win the entire game. First five, full game tonight against the Blue Jays at home. And just for fun tonight at the Coliseum, Max Scherzer is going for the Rangers, but the A's have J.P. Sears, who's by far their best pitcher. He's 2-8, and eight, which is ugly. His ERA is just over 4. He's the only guy who's been in the rotation the whole year, and he's probably the only starter worth keeping. So that'll be uh, – and, of course, the, the Rangers score runs and bushels. They'll still win. They score runs, but, yeah. you know, Scherzer, Scherzer – and just, I'll just give you a little, little secret here. He does not pitch well at night this year. Hmm. And this is, as, this is as late as it gets. Gonna be a nine, what, a ten p.m. game? Six forty out here. Six forty out here. Okay, okay, yeah. So that that could be a problem for him. I wouldn't be shocked at all if uh, if if the A's came away with a surprise because again, if the, if the Rangers get down, yeah, they've got a good offense, but their bullpen isn't good. So it's a, there's a chance that the A's actually, and they were leading yesterday. They lost five three, but they were up I think three two early. Waldachuk pitched pretty well. Uh, to start the game, St. Mary's. I would be shocked at all. Kind of, kind of like that uh, Guardians game. If the A's came away with a win tonight, Ken Waldachuk, St. Mary's. Thought I'd throw that in. Uh, <laughs> also, Corbin Burns. Also, Patrick Wisdom. Also, Tony Gonsolin. It goes on and on. There he is. It is JD Sharp. Pro wagering. Prowagering.com. Thanks for your time and your insights as always. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got open lines. Come on back at one eight hundred eight seven eight play. Every 
everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Ah, how about Skippy equalizing against Barcelona? 
in Barcelona. Coming up next, uh, Teao Penglis. Mante Teo, no, different guy. You know, a lot of times when people get in positions of power, they get drunk with power or they don't know how to handle it and they become crazy martinets and then their job defines them. And all they think about is their power and their how they want to quench their authority by being bossy, what have you. It happens in every, <clears throat> every different kind of career. Every different type of gender, uh, whatever gender you want. You can have as many as you, genders as you want. You get to pick. I'm just saying. If some, sometimes people get into positions of power and they go nuts. And as a former high school and college football player, I saw enough football coaches who would take that power and be sadistic beyond belief with it. And I bring it up today because Eric Bieniemy, following a highly successful run with the Chiefs as the OC, even though isn't it mostly about Patrick Mahomes and then a little bit of Andy Reid thrown in, I would probably say that would be it. <clears throat> I'm going to say 90% Mahomes, 10% Andy Reid, <clears throat> maybe 99% Holmes, 1% Andy Reid. I don't know what to put on Bienemy there, but he was there. And he has never been a head coach. And so many times, I think he's interviewed with the Raiders like three times. He, I'm just going to make the assumption without being in the room, and I could be wrong and ask out of you and me is what happens when you assume sometimes, right? He must be a horrific interviewer. <clears throat> but that's not what he's being hired to. He's hired to be a coach. Anyway, Ron Rivera took him on in Washington, and there have been reports that uh, the players hate him because he's too intense. So Ron Rivera, <clears throat> Riverboat Ron, former Cal and Chicago Bear, he said about Eric Bieniemy, he's loud. The beauty of Eric is the perspective he has. He's been with an organization that does some things differently. He's very staunch about the way he does things. That's something that's been different. I appreciate it because we're out of our comfort zone. We're doing things a little bit differently. I've been doing things, for the most part, the same way for 12 years. This is something that's been different. It's been good for our guys, I think, as well, because... You're starting to have these aha moments. That's something that I think has been really good for us as an organization and as a team, as far as I'm concerned. End quote. Now, <clears throat> reading between the lines, that doesn't sound like a full-on endorsement of, I love what he's doing. He's basically saying, yeah, it's different. <laughs> All right? Rivera did acknowledge that it has been an adjustment for some of his players. And that he said a number of his players have already come to complain about the enemy's intensity. He said, they were a little concerned. I've just said, go talk to him. Understand what he's trying to get across to you. I think as they go and talk and listen to him, it's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. 
It's a whole different approach. You're getting a different kind of player from the players back in the past, especially in light of how things are coming out of college football. A lot of these young guys, they do struggle with certain things. You also have to look at where they've been. Guys coming from certain programs are used to it. Guys coming from other programs, not so much. And Rivera concludes, I kind of have to assimilate and get a feel for everybody. Eric has an approach, and it's the way he does things, and he's not going to change because he believes in it. Jack has his approach. Having been a head coach, I think Jack has a tendency to try to figure out guys a little bit more than this was where Eric hasn't experienced it. Yeah. And so, look, uh, Biennemi was asked about it, and he went on the podium. He said, one thing I am, I'm an open book. I always invite players in. But also, too, as I'm going through this process, yes, I am intense. I would be afraid, too, to start if I didn't know me. But on top of that, one thing they do appreciate is this. I'm always going to be up front, and I'm always going to listen. Just like when I started when I first got here. We've all got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable. There's some new demands and expectations I expect. I expect us to be the team we're supposed to be. It's not going to be easy, and not everybody's going to like the process. But when it's all said and done, my job is to make sure we're doing it the right way. There's a way to do it. Uh, Now, here's the thing. What's the thing, Rick? When football players complain, you must be a monumental horse's ass. Because it's not like they went out on a BART train and took 50 people off the train and had Eric Bieniemy yell at them, and they're going, what the hell is this? These players have been yelled at a hundred more times than I have, or a million more times. They have been through it all. They have seen it all. Now, do you want to say the millennial players are more sensitive? Fine, go ahead and say it. But they're still football players. So for them to complain... It must be crazy stuff. Now, sometimes if a guy is really, really intense, but he's teaching you good things, you're like, well, I'm getting better as a player. We have more discipline. He's holding people accountable, and we look really good as a unit. No one's jumping off sides. Everything's crisp. People are getting open. You know, defenses are covering. You complain when a guy screams at you nonstop, and then it's basically screaming at you for no reason. And I found that I coached football for three years and then add in when I coached in London, the police department, more than three years. And in those three years plus, I lost my mind twice and yelled because I knew I don't have all the answers, but I knew one answer. And that is if you scream nonstop, people just tune you out, you know, and then how do you know when you're mad? It's like a facelift. Are you happy? I'm elated. You are. This is the biggest smile I can give you. Oh, it looks like you're frowning. No, I'm not. By the way, that Oscar De La Hoya documentary that I loved, two of the women in there, his ex-girlfriend, who used to be Miss Iowa or something, and then his former like manager, two of the worst facelifts I've ever seen. It's like they took these leather pads out of a catcher's glove and put them in their cheeks, and so their eyes are just these tiny little slits. And I just want to ask them, do you think... That looks better than just aging gracefully and having some wrinkles. There's nothing wrong with having crow's feet. You can be the most beautiful woman in the world with crow's feet. But I don't know. It, and by the way, when it comes to plastic surgery and Botox, it's they're still batting zero. 
there's not one woman who looks better after it. I'm sorry. You, you might think you do. You don't. Rick, you're body shaming. No, I'm body appreciating. Don't put plastic pads in your cheeks. <laughs> Good gosh. But anyway, uh, as I said, Eric Bieniemy rubbing everybody the wrong way. And um, he concludes with this. Do they understand that? Yes, because they've seen the results. Will everybody buy in? I believe so. But if not, it's okay. Because you know what? My number one job is to help take these guys to another level. And I can see it happening. When you think about where we started in the spring to where we are right now, we're making a lot of strides. I'm proud of these guys. Excuse my language, but it's been some good S to watch. I'm just glad I'm not playing for Eric Bieniemy. I'll say that. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on the other side with Teo Pinglis. moving to another state you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town and when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would that's why you need to call colonial van lines they're america's number one moving company for a reason because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions they'll use caution so nothing gets damaged and they won't treat you like a number they'll treat you like a friend and when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card upside users have already earned over 200 million dollars now it's your turn download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas use promo code gas 11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's code gas11 use code gas11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up cashbacks not available in gas in new jersey and wisconsin Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline ticket, 
tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airlines don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647-855-325-5647-855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and also around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show longtime uh, fantastic actor on Days of Our Lives, uh, Teo Pengelis. He's here to talk about his uh, podcast called The Lost Treasures. Teo, welcome to the show. And... Uh, first, I want to mention, as a Tottenham Hotspur fan, that's a, a soccer team in London, their new head coach, Ange Postacoglu, is, uh, he's from Australia, but he was born in Greece. Does that mean anything to you? No. Well, I was born in Australia, and then I came to America, but I still speak my first language, which was Greek, because my mother never spoke English. There's a difference in the education, though. You know, when you're born in Greece, um, you have different... um, I I suppose you, uh, as opposed to being brought up as a Greek in an English-speaking country, there's a different discipline. Mm -hmm. And so I I found that the British education, being raised as an Australian Greek, was uh, very good for me when I came to America because when I got into this profession of acting... um, being disciplined was was already there within my system, and I find that a lot of Greeks are not as disciplined because they had a different training in Greece. Um, and so it's, um, you know, but we still speak the language because it's part of our heritage. And, and what I've done with the podcast, uh, as much as I try to get away from being Greek because that's all I was raised on, I rediscovered it in my own terms. And... Um, met a fantastic mentor who was Greek and, and he's the one that persuaded me to start in this business and and from then on I, I studied with him for 30 years and so um, these stories are because of the journeys I've taken and a life well lived and um, going through you know I mean I love to study uh, it was just something I always I like my being on my own and just reading ancient stories and about the great warriors and and uh, and how we walk in their footsteps. Uh, so that's why I've traveled the world, and I've come up with this podcast called The Lost Treasures. Well, you think about the birthplace of 
of democracy and philosophy and the, the Homeric stories and the Iliad and the Odyssey and, and Sparta and Athens and Macedonia and Alexander the Great. I mean, it's just, it's an endless uh, pot of fascinating topics. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, the even in Crete, you know, which was the center of ancient civilization, um, it was Schliemann, you know, who was the father of archaeology, who in the 19th century thought of Homer's stories as always poem, poems of the Iliad and the Odyssey as being factual, and he proceeded to do that, and that's what the stories are about, about how he found Troy, built on nine, nine cities built over each other, and then how he found the treasure um, in Mycenae in Greece. And, and um, so it was uh, about the Trojan War and about how it started in, in, in Greece, and um, a thousand black ships sailed and uh, conquered Troy. But it's, you know, when you think of all that history and such an amazing culture uh, that this country has provided. Um, are we the same Greeks of the ancients? Uh, well, you know, the Minoan civilization and the, and the Greeks of today, uh, also the Persians and, and uh, the civilizations of, of uh, the Athenians. You know, we're all a mixed race. And when I found out that when I did my DNA that I was Italian Greek, 48%, and part of the rest was um, the Caucasus and and so um, and Alexandria. So I found out through exploration that my great grandparents came from Alexandria, and so all these stories to me and what they've left behind for us to read. And Homer, you know, when he wrote, uh, it, supposedly he wrote these these poems in the eighth century when it was an illiterate age. There was no, um, we had uh, orators who got up, you know, and told the stories in places where men would have their, their drinks or their coffee or whatever they were drinking in those days. But it was a phenomenal uh, experience when I sat and listened in Turkey on my way to Troy. And these oral bards would would tell stories and, and, and I would watch the the Turks listening to to how the their ancient warriors, their heritage, they were all very excited, but it was all male. You never saw the females in there at all because of the Muslim religion. But uh, listen, Greece has contributed uh, a lot. Uh, it's sad that it's a poor country, um, but it's very rich in its uh, in its remains. You know, it's, you know, people who go to the Acropolis or go to go to see the, the Parthenon or, or uh, where I went in Mycenae, and it's where, you know, the Trojan War started with Agamemnon and Menelaus, and there, there became, you know, the, the story of the, the great love story between Paris and Helen. All those stories, and, you know, when you sit in those ruins, there's something about um, one's imagination. A lot of people say, oh, well, it's just rocks. I said, oh, my gosh, I couldn't even think that. You know, you, you're sitting at the edge of Troy, and you're looking out at what they call the Trode, and out there is where the, the war with the Greeks took place for 10 years. And, you know, how could you think it's just rocks? But, you know, it depends on, on the kind of imagination you have, and that's only expanded when you visit other cultures.
It's fascinating to me to think about Alexandria, too, because the first thing that pops into my mind is the ancient library there, which they thought maybe had as many as 400,000 scrolls and whether Julius Caesar accidentally or intentionally tried to burn it. But what was lost during that time? Do you have a theory on the library of Alexandria? Well, you know, when I went to Alexandria, which I've been a number of times, one of the reasons was I, I was trying to explore where was the lost tomb of Alexander. And um, there on the corner, as was the same spot where the ancient library stood, was the new library that had over five million books. And then when you think at that point, there were all these ancient scrolls where every every culture in the world would send uh, information there to be, um, you know, taken care of for, for centuries. But, you know, they also say maybe it wasn't um, Julius Caesar. Maybe it was the Arab invasion in the 7th century, in 621 AD, that burnt, burnt the library. Um, I, I don't know why Julius Caesar would have burnt something that was, especially as, as, as he was Caesar, that he would burn a, a cultural heritage that was so enormous. It wasn't just Egyptians. It was about all cultures at the time. And so what is uh, when you stand there in front of the new museum, and the new, I should say, library, uh, it, it, the, the physicality is, is quite impressive. And there's this half of a, of a sun, the shape of the sun, rising from the sea. And um, so... You know, it's like dawn, and of course, with dawn comes new, new thoughts, new, new, uh, new experiences, and so uh, it was quite impressive. But the reason, one of the reasons I did this podcast was, I, I went to Alexandria and I, and I and I heard that Schliemann who discovered Troy in Mycenae. I said, I wonder uh, if I go to the Daniel Mosque where he thought that underneath that mosque was Alexander the Great's remains. And uh, when I went, um, I said to the, uh, to, the, to the person who was the guardian of the mosque, I gave him $20 and he let me go in. And I was exploring it until I came to this big, big hole in the middle of the mosque. And I said, what happened there? And he says, oh, it collapsed when we were trying to clean the marble. And I said, well, what's beneath it? He said, do you want to see what's beneath it? And, he's, and I said, yes. So he, he got a ladder and I started to climb down. And within 10 seconds, I went from 21st century Alexandria to 1st century Alexandria. Mm. I began to walk the ancient road mm. that was lying underneath the mosque, and there was nothing but tombs. But he, it, 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 there's this huge abyss under there, but he wouldn't let me go uh, any further because he was afraid if anything fell, he would be in trouble. But that's how it all started. You know, how do you, uh, it, it's, it was about a modern man. Um, walking the ancient road and telling his discoveries. And, and then I went to the library in Athens called the Gennadius Library. And there uh, were, uh, they contained 60,000 documents and clip, paper clippings of Schliemann. And so for two weeks I spent going through those 60,000 documents in his diaries about how he became an archaeologist and how he became the father of archaeology, how he, when he was eight years old, he proclaimed that he was going to find the gold of Troy because he saw a photograph. And in 1873, he did. And so I just followed that 
whole story and um, and then got permission to go into his uh, his big palace uh, on Venizelos in Athens and uh, I spent time there and then I went to his gravesite and which is built like a miniature Acropolis and uh, I should say Parthenon and and uh, with his bust at the top overlooking the Aegean and I always wondered you know there was a bronze door at the cemetery in front, and, and it's got all, all the relief is all about how he conquered all the places he did. And I wondered how he was buried. And my dream was to be able to go in and just see how, how did this uh, warrior brought these ancient stories to the modern world? How did he uh, die? I mean, he died basically in the gutter of Naples, but how was he interred? And and so I made inquiries and found out that his wife and and some of the grandchildren are in there, but uh, underneath the tile is where he is interred, so that you can't get to him. So I thought, oh, well, 200 years from now, someone's going to think up, oh, I wonder what he was like. What was he interred with? What was in his coffin? You know, so, uh, so you know, it's been a fascinating story. And so the first one is really discovering, the first episode is discovering Troy, the second one is discovering the, the treasures of Mycenae and the, and the curse that took place called, called the Curse of Atreus. And then from there, I, I went to, last year, I met with a scholar and explorer because they're bringing Ulysses home after 3,000 years. They finally found the real island of Ithaca, not the one we call Ithaca today, the real one. And um, that was a fantastic trip. I mean, to walk up and climb up and down that, that mountain and discover that in between the 4th and 6th century, an earthquake was so enormous that it came down, the mountain came down and brought two islands together. And a tidal wave then lifted them up for two feet. So um, it's on, it sits on a great, earth, humongous earthquake zone. And so, um, so that's been all part in... In a succinct way of telling you, it's that's it, how the podcast. It's all fascinating. People should check out Lost Treasures. The episode one will release on Tuesday, September fifth, and we'll end with the fourth uh, episode on Tuesday, October seventeenth. And you can get it where all major podcast platforms will provide it. We've been speaking with Teo Penglis. Fascinating stuff. Congratulations on the podcast. Thanks for coming by. Uh, thank you, and thank you for your interest. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. 
Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus. beats his servants. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. We'll keep our eye on this, but apparently today, Cal and Stanford are talking to the ACC about joining them. That would mean their closest game that Cal would play would be Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, outside of Stanford. Um, But the ACC schools get $40 million a year, um, which is much more than the Pac-12 was going to give, $23 million a year. So Clemson, Florida State, Miami, Syracuse, they have to think, Boston College, I think, do we want to add Cal and Stanford? Well, why wouldn't they want to add the fifth or sixth media market? Why wouldn't they want to add two very prestigious academic universities? Well, it's because they have to think about the travel. Um, But for Cal and Stanford, 
They want to stay power five. This would be the best possible move for them, believe it or not. And then in Pullman and Corvallis, there would be some tumbleweeds. And then they would have to beg the American West or the American Athletic Conference. Oregon State joined the Pac-8 in 1915, Washington uh, at, was added in 1917. So they're at the bottom of every financial metric. No one wants those schools. That's messed up, man. I went to Wazoo. No, you didn't. I'm Rick Tittle. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.